0: All right. So check this out, right? Hip hop this year is turning 50 years old, 50 years of a genre that let's face it, it's changed the world. Now the story of hip hop to get to where it's, it's a multi-billion dollar business that crosses and blends into so many different cultures and lifestyles and businesses, race and color. It cannot have only a few narrators alone. There's been so many hands in the cooking of this music, this genre, that you have to pay respect to it all. And not just the rappers and the producers, but the execs, the popular movers and shakers, the influencers, DJs, radio personalities, personalities period, all of it. And even though the official anniversary isn't until August, I want to spend the year sprinkling interviews from the curators of the game, the contributors, the collaborators of this music, this lifestyle that we love so much. And what better way to start than to get someone who, who partnered up with a family member, it turns out, that has over 40 years stocked into this game. And I'm talking about Special K of the famed and legendary Awesome 2. So today, on a special edition of the AF podcast, I invite the legend to talk about how we got into hip-hop, how we united with Teddy Ted, the ooh child, to create the team that went on to have the, if not one of the, longest hip-hop radio shows in history on WHBI, in new york city I used to listen to awesome too, on how their show and their partnership in a lot of ways became the foundation point for some of the greatest rappers um we discussed the radio show the latin quarter and everything that involved the first golden era of hip-hop plus we discussed the state of the game now the future of hip-hop and so much more man just so much more now sasha rav is available wherever you listen to podcasts uh, check out SouthSharev.com for the catalog, please, and thank you. I'll mention it one more time for the emphasis. That's SouthSharev.com and subscribe. Subscribe, please. And also like, rate, review, leave your comments, and leave your love, by the way, of them stars, them five stars, right? Leave those five stars. It, it drives the show forward, and, and, I, and I know you don't got that hate in your bloodstream, so, you know, get on that. And there will be a new episode of Snow Capping, recapping episode eight of snowfall that will be out at the beginning of next week just look out for us we we got you it's Av podcast with cal c on south Shirafe radio let's hip hop welcome to the Av podcast with cal c on south Shirafe radio um uh, welcome to the app podcast uh, my my guest right now is, is a part of an important staple in hip hop history. Um, his partnership with his cousin Teddy Ted to create Awesome 2, holding together the longest, if not the longest, radio running radio show or hip hop radio show in the history of, of the genre, uh, 105.9, um yes, w- HBI, <laughs> which played a, a major yes, part in, inspires, in inspiring DJs and rappers alike in the tri-state area, um, including hey, man. breaking many records throughout the years, Many classics, which you're probably still listening to, in the club during certain sets, and as well as managing and consulting some of your favorite artists, like Big Daddy Kane, for example. And with hip hop celebrating its 50th birthday, I I think it's super important to spread love and and drop rose petals on the floor in front of the people that has helped to make hip hop what it is. And and what a way to start by introducing this man right here. Please welcome Special K to the show. How you doing today, my brother?
1: Oh, man, salute to everybody out there, man. I'm just trying to, you know, come to the technology, you know, as fast as I can, you know what I mean? And, 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 and try to get
0: there, brother. <laughs> but, nah, it's all good, man. I appreciate you. Appreciate you for coming on, man. And, you know, I, I, I usually I usually like to start with, like, you know, everybody's origin story, but I just want to change it up just a little bit. Um, with hip-hop turning 50, I, I, I want to know what your thoughts are on the anniversary. Uh, did you ever think that, like Biggie said, that hip-hop would take it this far? Especially where, where you see where, where, where it started?
1: Well, truly, I, I was hoping it did. But uh, when it started with us, you know, it was like, you know, the cat thought it was going to be a fad. They, they didn't really believe in it. And I, I'm glad we're still like a part of the journey, you know what I mean? Like, we're still trying to, believe it or not, all these years still find our way and still kind of be accepted, you know, with all other stuff that's going on right now, you know? mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. I mean, you, you guys have had one of the first, you and Teddy Ted has had one of the first uh, hip-hop shows in the history of the genre. So I, I wanted to just take it back down memory lane just a little bit. Correct. Um, right. You know, but what was it like for, you know, when most of these guys were starting out from the beginning, like a LL or Rock Rakim, like, you know, coming to your shows or just, you know, s- seeing where they were starting from?
1: I mean, for us, it was hard. You know, in the beginning, uh, actually, first off, you know, I got to thank a-, a guy that passed away uh, last year, uh, Jerry Burrock. Um, he was the guy that kind of like made everything happen for us.
0: Oh, I still say
1: to this day, if it wasn't for him, we probably wouldn't be on the air because a lot of, a lot of politics going on, and it's a lot, you know, there's a lot going on all, over all these years. Mm-hmm. You know, Captain got, kinda grew up in the game, and uh, we've, we've gotten a little older, and uh, it's kind of like a young man's game now. So we're still trying to, you know, wiggle our way in and, uh, and stay in the mix, and and, and keep our our, our craft and our skills we, we, we always have and, and still be accepted so you know it's, it's a cool thing like that as far as Rock came in L. um LL was, we was fortunate to be on WHBI and that was the kind of the avenue for uh if you wanted to really break a record of hip-hop under the ground right. you had to come to us well I really I wouldn't say just us you know you had Africa Islam that was on uh the station uh you had uh uh Mr. Magic you know you had Certainly we were on but the station we was on, WHBI, was a buy-time station. We had to pay for our airtime mm. and then try to go out to the advertisers. And that was a whole nother game to deal with because, you know, it was, it was a lot of money monthly. And, uh, you know, back in those days, you know, we we try to keep it as legal as we could, you know what I mean? Like as far as, like, you know, not to get into trouble and, 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 and really pay for the show because we loved it. But it was hard. And it took a while for us to convince different record labels and different uh, – you know, com- uh, companies just to be, to support us. Yeah. Because, uh, like I said, in the beginning, they didn't really believe in what it was, it ain't like it is now. You know what I mean? Everybody's like on the wagon and they just, I want to get in, I want to be on, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Now, you know, I'll, I guess I'll take it back to the beginning a little bit. When did you first fall in love with hip-hop? Uh,
1: me, I fell in love with hip-hop, I guess, probably in the beginning. I mean, I'm, I'm going back to the tapes. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going back to really uh, Mr. Magic. I mean, you know, it's, it was it was fortunate that Mr. Magic I, I listened every night on the radio like everybody else did and uh I was persistent. I kept calling and nagging him and annoying him
0: and I got on his nerves so much
1: that he was like, Man, stop, stop calling me. Call Jerry Bloodrock. Get his number. You know what I mean? And I'm like, Okay And when I called Jerry Bloodrock that, that changed my life. That you know, he kinda of took me under his wing. I was actually going to college at the time at William Paz College out in Jersey. And uh, he took me under his wing. He just said, you know, come to the station, learn what's going on. I was going to uh, college for communications. And he's like, listen, just come with me, you know, weekly. Come to the station, learn what's going on, answer the phones. And gradually, five minutes left in the show, he would let me talk and read names. And that kind of got my voice out there. I kind of say, wait a minute, you know, the guy sounds like, he, you know, he, got, he, got, he knows what he's doing. And then uh, Jerry kind of moved on into records, which is uh, Divide Sounds, Rock Mascot and Dynamic 3, uh, mm. Request Fly, and he kind of want, wanted to move into the record side and kind of let us fly it in with the radio. That's kind of how we got on. I mean, a lot of people at the time uh, had shows, uh, Carlos Dez Suess, I'm, I'm taking it back, like real back, back, like yeah. Carlos da um Sweet G, Africa Bambaataa, uh, a lot of those guys were kind of in line to get shows on the station, and, and uh, the only way we got in there, we came under Jerry's uh, umbrella, and that's mm-hmm. what got us in. You know, on front, that's what got us in. And, and we was just trying to hold it down, like, as best we could, because we wanted to lose at the, the uh, show. I, I felt like it was my, my duty mm-hmm. to, uh, you know, get Jerry out there and and give it up to Jerry. And it's just wow how last year, you know, before he passed away, he would always praise me and say, you know, I'm so proud of you and Ted, you know, y'all kept things moving for us, and you know, did the did the rap game, you know, did the hip hop radio game, like 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 you know, like you guys really wanted to do it, and I'm like, listen, man, we wouldn't be on because of you, and I'm trying to give him props. and he would always be like, man, you know, it's all right, man. You know, he, he was just so humble, considering uh, you know, the genius that he was. Yeah. That, uh, uh, that's why I always try to praise his name and, and praise what he did for me, because you know, he did everything for me.
0: It's crazy because like from the jump, you really wanted to get into the on the radio side.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was uh, Well, you know, I, I was DJing. I had a crew back in the days Uh, called Ice Productions. Right. Uh, We were out of New Jersey. And uh, I had a guy named Sam Lee who passed away and another guy named Irvin Cassiano. He ended up being a cop and going to the service. So I'm the one that kind of, like, kept things moving, kept things going. And uh, when, when Jerry goes us break with the radio, I had another partner named Donald Redding. They called him Donald B. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we rocked for, like, you know, maybe five years or whatever, and then we had a little fallout. And gradually, as time went on, I uh, my grandfather passed away. I I got a little more close with Teddy Ted, and then I realized that Ted, you know, I knew would be influential to the group because he, you know, he he loved it. Uh, he was always giving me the old school tapes, and he was. Always, I, I'm a little older than Ted, so he would always call me and be like, "Come on, cubs, put me on, put me on." Mm-hmm. I'd be like, "Oh man, you ain't ready yet, you ain't ready yet." Then my mm-hmm. grandfather passed away. I kept spending in the room, I'm like, "Wait a minute." You more than ready, you know what I mean? Because I did all the mixing along Mm -hmm. with man Sammy Lee uh, on the show, and just you know, it was was, was a different situation for me where I could, you know, let Ted dedicate to the the, um DJing, and I can dedicate to the talking, and it it worked out. It's been working out fine to this day.
0: Now, now, your first show, like, was there any like nerves? You know, starting your first show back then, even though you you had you you had your little beginnings with uh with Mr. Magic and all that.
1: Oh, yeah. It was a lot of nerves. I mean, like I said, I mean, what, what, what prepared me was running out of Jerry. You know what I mean? Like, he, mm-hmm. you know, he gradually brought me in. I was doing radio at Wayne Patterson for a while, and uh, that was kind of like my little break in and out of, um, I went to school that a school called MBS. Yeah. They were out of New York. You know, so I was trying to, you know, perfect and, and try to do it the right way. But, uh, like I said, Jerry's when I put me on. I mean, like I said, I man, beginning of this, it's just it's, right now it's 41 years for it. So it's just, it's so much stuff that went on in all this time. Yeah. I just feel blessed and fortunate to, to still be doing it. And, uh, you know, to bring it up to date, we're actually doing it now on, um, scratch vision,
0: scratch vision,
1: uh, right. scratch as his own app. And, uh, we've been fortunate, man, to be, you know, all there tool and, and really continue to, to, to do our show. Like we like to do our show. And he gave us that vehicle to, to do that. So, uh, Got to get props to, uh, to Scratch. And, you know, Scratch thing is black-owned. So we, we kind of try to keep it in the family mm-hmm. and uh, support our peoples. That's what we're about.
0: No, which, is, which is awesome. Which is awesome. And, yeah. you know, and, and you're seeing – because that was one of my questions I wanted to ask you too. Between him and, like, LL with Rock the Bells on, on Sirius XM, yeah. like, what yeah. do you feel about, like, those guys kind of like, you know, being that they've been in the game as long as you – to like, yeah. you know, kind of like hold that history in so so we know that, like, okay, like this generation will not be forgotten either.
1: Oh, much props. I mean, much props. I mean, our thing is now is, uh, you know, we kind of still between me and you waiting in the wings. So, I mean, we would love to be on Rock the Bells mm-hmm. and uh, we'd love to be a part of it, but we we, we have done mixes on it. We did the uh, Right The Flash birthday mix on uh, New Year's. So they do okay. give us a little uh, avenue to come on and, and do it. And we did the Jersey Day on, yeah. on Rock the Bells at a lot of folks' homes. So, I mean, you know, we. We, we just try to get in where we fit in. You know what I mean? Like, you know, big up the LL and big up the Scratch and, uh, you know, it, it's, a, it's a big step for them. You know what I mean? As far as, like, to uh, preserve the music and, uh, you know, preserve the history and, and give props and jobs to some of the guys that wasn't fortunate to get jobs. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. you know, with us, like I said, I mean, we had to buy time on WHBI. And,
0: you know, it was, it, it was a
1: lot. And, you know, we I don't want to forget that. I don't want to let nobody think that, you know, we we got like that and, Nah, we got a lot of help. And we still got a lot of help to this day. A lot of people out there, man. So we, we you know, appreciate it and just want to say big up to all the folks that you know, made, made our situation happen and still make it happen.
0: But it's for the love for what, you know, I think what people appreciate what you guys have been doing for so long, too. It's for the love as well.
1: Yeah. Oh, I mean, the, the, the love can go so far. You know what I mean? I mean, the love don't never leave. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, we appreciate the love that we get back from the people. And the fans and the artists, for that matter, you know, because we've gotten close with the artists. And then we got to the point now where, you know, I'm just thinking uh, this year on how uh, a lot we're losing a lot of our Warriors, a lot of our artists, you know what I mean? And uh, mm-hmm. it's, just, it's, just, it's, just, it's just different, man. Like, like you know, like you, you, you kind of grow up with someone and they're like your brother, you know what I mean? You yeah. grow up with someone like your sister. And then when you lose them, it's like, you know, we you know with Biggie and Pac, but I'm talking about, you know, just recently, Dave, and de La soul. Yeah, you know what I mean, brother. That was real humble. Huge loss. Always, always gave love. You know, it's just, it's a different. It's hard to explain the feeling that 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 we got for life when they they saw us. Like, oh, that's also too. Wow, they been playing our records all these years. Oh, they down to earth. Oh man, they approachable. You know what I mean? Like we just regular dudes. Like we just, you know, we want to be a part of what's going on. We want to grow like everybody else wants to grow. So yeah, that's how we've been doing it, man. Just trying to stay humble. Cool. Be respectful and make sure we, we continue to um make sure relationships, you know, yeah. stay cool because that's what it's about in this game. It's about relationships and not burn no bridges and just like, you know, even when it when when you see that, you know, people are still not really giving you an opportunity, but you still gotta kinda they kinda respect what you've been still because it's like, oh, okay, I didn't give him a shot or whatever, but I'm still they still doing their thing. Mm-hmm.
0: So. That's what now, now, being being that like you and, and Teddy Ted started your your awesome two radio show back in '82, it led you down right. so many paths. You know, from managing acts, doing shows. Uh, when you when you started doing your shows at the time, when did you guys know back then that the show was going to take off, or or be something we, that were like it was going to be a big part of the culture?
1: Truthfully, we really didn't know. I mean, we just did it like I said for the love. Uh, we did it as an um, you know. We have to do. We have to find this money somehow, or we have to make sure the show is like you know as hot as we think we could make it. And you know that's that's really where I had was that. It was just like, how do we figure out you know um, paying for the show? I mean, the one great thing that Jerry Rock taught me was he had a record pool where he um, he serviced a lot of the DJs. Um, but as years went on, you know you lose DJs. You know what I mean? Because some catches ain't got the the love or you know, just don't want to, you know, uh, you know, just pay. It's not affordable, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was fortunate to have like thirty DJs under my wings. It was kind of like, I wouldn't say I managed them, but it was like, you know, I was there with the vehicle to give them the music that they needed to go to the clubs. And we mm-hmm. on the radio rocking the, the latest and the newest stuff, and they in the clubs doing their thing. I mean, it was right. like almost similar to what you know, uh, flex. So my reflection got now the Flip Squad and the mm-hmm. and the heavy hitters and the you know, you get your little, because you, 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 it's, it, it, it's, it's, it's strength in numbers. You know what I mean? That's yeah. what it's about. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, with me, you know, I'm fortunate to have Teddy Ted because Teddy Ted is like, you know, if you hear our show, the music is one thing. And I, I try to do the best I can, talking wise, to make our show sound like a show. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sound like yeah. what, what we feel yeah. like, you know, should be uh, represented the right way. And,
0: uh, you know, it, you got to have
1: a team, man. You know, you I mean, it's really just me spending me and him. But we we got people to help us. But we need a, you need a team out there. You know, we need somebody that does your your, your 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 social media. You need somebody to hit these hit the record companies, and you just need a team to be out here to make sure that you are on top of everything rightfully, and you can get 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 the most out of uh, out of the situation. You know.
0: Now, uh, of course, now I, I came across um, you know that you guys used to obviously manage artists or consult for artists and stuff in your past, so. Um, with that said, can you, can you tell the people the importance of like, <laughs> and, I, I never, and I always want to show love to these guys, like a kid and play to the culture, right. you know, especially around 87, 88, cause like they came on like, like monsters and people forget.
1: Let me tell you, let me tell you, it's a real funny story. I mean, uh, uh, with kid and play itself, I, I interned at, uh, WBLS when I was at William in college
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I was, I was fortunate to work. An intern under Frank Rocker. I uh, was fortunate to work with Sergio Munzabar, Timmy Regisford, and Charlie Casanova, and names like that. Like a lot of folks might not know, mm-hmm. they were the DJs and people influential in you know making things grow. And Charlie Casanova came to me one day. We got tight. We got cool. While I was interning, and he said, "Listen, I got these guys out of Queens that I'm working with, whatever. And it's two of them, but I need another rapper to rock with him. I want to rock three God, do you have anybody? And I said, sure. I got somebody in Jersey. It was a guy named Uh, uh They call him, the Co- Co- name is Cosine Washington, but he was from my hometown. He grew yeah. up with me. And I knew he had skills, and he was dope, and he ended he up, and, 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 like, the, 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 the muscle faith. He was, just, he was strong on the mic. Mm. And I brought him one day to New York, boom. He met Kid and Play. At that time, they were called Fresh Force. They weren't and Play yet. Mm. We going back to the first record on Sutra Records. Yeah. And the uh, song they put out was Rock Me Amadeus, which was uh, Kid, Play, and Mhm. So when we first started doing our shows, uh, they did the show at Latin Quarters because we started Latin Quarters, Hip Hop Night, and what have you.
0: Dude, I didn't know that you started Latin Quarters. That's crazy.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We the, we the first ones. I mean, a lot of cats take credit for it, but nah. The Latin Quarters was our thing. Tuesday night's. And then it branched out into Fridays and Saturdays yeah, and Raul yeah. and everybody else.
0: But, Tony Touch and all that and stuff.
1: There you go, there you go. So what's, what's what's crazy is you know um, we they performed that first nine line quarters and KZL was like a you know slim light skinned brother, but all the girls loved him. Mm. And I noticed when they performed, you know KZL got a lot of the a lot of the girls was going crazy over him. Now no district can play. I got love for them for life, mm-hmm. but I don't think they were too happy with the, the way they came off with, you know, my man getting a little more shine. And, you know, we was all new to the game at that time. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, you know, as time went on, they were like, listen, Charlie, uh, you know, we want to kind of do this by on our own, the both of us. Yeah. So, eventually, they kind of broke away from KGL, and KGL was kind of devastated. You know what I mean? But I, I had explained to them, like, listen, you know, things happen, and you can still do your own thing. You know what I mean? You can see how strong you are and say by yourself but he just I don't know he just he felt like he wanted to be more in the, in the group in the thing group. they it yeah. to be in the group thing so eventually they ended up being kid play and eventually we got tight and we you know it was always cool but like I said it was a little bumpy road at the time because you know it was it was it was a, it was it was it was emotional it was feelings involved it was, yeah. you know what I mean so we ended up working out we ended up doing a, a big show with them up in Canada and in Montreal Oh, I rock right. with uh Mike. Mission. I rock with Mike Mission and uh <laughs> you know and, and my boys up there Keith and all the guys up there. We start doing radio with those guys. Yeah, we get a show up there. We brought kid in place. So you know, it's. I mean, you know, as years go on, you know, like I said, you know, we we, we not ever forever. And you know, you have some differences with some cats or whatever, but you really got to get over that. And we're we adults now, you know. We grown mm-hmm. now, and we got to push that to the side and look at the bigger picture. Like, listen, you know. We in this together. We growing together.
0: We're just in move together. So that's and, how we've been doing it. You know? and, be, and being done for Montreal, yeah. But um, CKUT from uh, ninety yes, three from, from back in the day. That was that. Was that the first show that they've ever done in in, uh, in Canada?
1: I'm not sure it was the first show, but it was one of the one of the one, one of the first. first. That's and, crazy. I, I know. I know Keith and uh, Karen, and you know, it's just it's just so many names, man. It's so many crazy. people that you know, kind of like helped us you know, get our thing going. And it was all from hip hop love. You know, Mike, and to this day, Mike Mitchell still calls and, and gives love when we, and I try to call that station to give them love. Cause that's what it's about. You know yeah. what I mean? That's
0: what it's about. No, and I just, I just bring them up because just, you know, the culture incorporated a lot of like, especially back then, it incorporated so much dancing. Even, even like the, the, the harder rappers, you know, who didn't think would dance like a Big Daddy Kane or like even like a LL, they were dancing. When you watch Kitten play and just they took off with it, man, I, I understand like their place in history. So just to yeah, see man. that you had a connection with them, I'm like, no, I want to bring that up yeah, because man. they, they it, were they it, were it, so crazy amazing even. for the culture. Yeah. When you
1: bring Kane's name up, you know, what's so funny about Kane is, you know, Kane, we met through Biz. And Bizmark would come to the station when we saw HBI and mm-hmm. do a little freestyle and do his little thing whatever. Now Kane, when he first started. Answered our phones like wow. I answered the phones with Jerry Blurrock. I try wow. to, you know, extend the same. Thing. And Kane and Vans would do a freestyle at the end of the show, like I used to answer the phones with Jerry. Mm-hmm. They would do freestyle at the end of the show, and that mm-hmm. freestyle would go all through Brooklyn. That's how Kane got, you know, recognized. Got his name. It takes, it takes it to this day. He so Yeah, I used to be that also through secretary for a while, but then mm-hmm. our brand something blew up. You know what I mean? So we, That's you know, crazy. we, we kind of joke about it. It's real. And then, like I said, also Mr. T go back to the beginning. And, uh, you know, it's, it's still love to this day. So,
0: yeah. you know, our thing is
1: we, we, we like – we're at the point now we're trying to continue to grow, but we feel proud when we see other folks like that come in the game, do their mm-hmm. thing, and grow too. So, it's, it's all good.
0: No, nah, that, that's, that's, that's awesome. Now, I, and I know as well too, you know, to, to give you guys your love, like I know you were the first – one of the first ones to work on audio too. How did you guys first connect yeah. with that?
1: Uh wow, well I mean we did the remix on Top Billing, Uh that's number one, and that was that was instrumental to in helping them get in their deal on Atlantic Records. Mm hmm. Um, uh, and then what's crazy is when we did Audio Two's record, they gave they let us they let us come and do and do the remix because the single was I Like Cherries, which was the A side. Yeah. We flipped the B side over and was playing Top Billing. was well, so nobody else was playing Top Billing in the beginning, and we had a lot of. Record. Like that, like for instance, the EPMD, your customer, and then, then Rakim, my melody. We would play a lot of B side records because we could, you yeah. know. At that time, we'd, you know, we'd be like, Well, I think this one's a little stronger, or we think somebody else they're gonna play the A side, let us play the B side and, and you know, and grow, you know. I mean, so it's yeah, yeah I gotta get props to um, Melkin Giz, they gave love. I mean, Nat Robinson, um, uh, like I said, another relationship that we had, and that those relationships was helpful for us to get smart shit from them. Get, when they got their deals, get money from them in order to pay for the radio show. So everything kind of revolved around the radio show because we had to figure out how we going to find $2,000 a month to go on to play it. We wasn't going on saying, let's make $2,000. it would be nice, but most times we would barely pay for the show. So with us, you know, that's been years of, you know, hard grind and, 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 and a lot of hard times. But, I mean, we, like I said, we, it's a blessing. Just what an opportunity to even get, a, get, get, a, get on there and get recognized by folks like you. You know what I mean now?
0: So, no, and, and I appreciate that. And, and just, you know, and as well, cause I know you guys broke that, and you also broke um, Eric B for president. Like, oh, even yeah, that, like, yeah, to me, like, like, those stories to me is crazy. Because, I mean, New York well, is a like different I time, I mean, too, right? Sorry, go ahead. I do not mean to cut you off, but...
1: no, 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 My bad to you. Um, yeah, like I said, that was uh, another situation where we did Tuesday nights in line quarters. Now, Black Order came about where we went and kind of like, you know, we was in New York, our radio show was on like four in the morning on Saturday nights, and we would be in New York, you know, taking a bus to New York to go do the show in general, and we'd be bored for like three hours with nothing to do before we do the show. So we would always see this club on 48th Street and we'd be like, wow, you know, let's go and see what's going on, whatever. And they was playing disco. They was doing a whole different type of thing. Yeah. We came to them and said, listen, give us your worst night we, wanted, we had an idea starting Celebrity Tuesdays. Not everybody's really, going Like, this Rap Talent Night. That was the whole thing. Like, we had got so many demos yeah. on WHBI from all different rappers. I mean, we got demos from, like, Heavy D in the beginning, and Kane, and not Kane, Dick <laughs> Kane, Dana um, Dane, like, a lot of folks like that. And yeah. we was fortunate to get those tapes out there and, and 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 let them showcase themselves in the line quarters. Unfortunately, um, we didn't realize that Heavy D was going to perform there first, and Dana Dane was what, you know, like all these groups that we could have uh, under our wing. But we wasn't that business savvy yet. We was just on a small, like, there was love. Come on, man, come perform. There was love. We wasn't thinking about the money. We weren't thinking about what money we made that night. We was we just like, let's do a nice show. We had Paradise that Rock with the hands on our phone, and he was instrumental. That's why you see all the pictures that he took. He yeah. was smart about, you know, I always had a camera with him at all times. Documented had, history. Like, you know, Yes, sir. But I'm saying, we and we were so naive and not really knowing mm-hmm. that we were just like, oh, yeah, let's take a picture. Oh, yeah, dope. You know what I mean? I know now we'd be thinking about, you know,
0: like how everybody
1: does now. They want to preserve pictures and, you know, the, the camera guys want to charge you with a the picture they took of to you. And it's, it's, I get it. But it's just like, you know, we wasn't on that shit when we first started. It was just like, it was it was out, kind of out, out of too much love. You know after a while I was like you give love but you got to be smart about it too.
0: But the funny thing you is know? too I, I you can't even take blame for that because the the industry right. was still so young. You know what I mean? You just kind of living it. Yeah, you just you in the moment, you you're just it, living.
1: You let me, you to me exactly, exactly. So I'm I'm glad you see that and you realize that.
0: And that's really more what it was, you
1: know what I mean? It ain't like you know now where you know and then you got social media and all this other stuff. We had none of that back then. Right. You know what I mean? So,
0: Okay, yeah, bro. and I know you've seen so many changes throughout the game. For you know, for you being in, you know, in the hip hop industry. For you, just a question, just you know, just on keeping on hip hop. Like, what what was what to you was like your favorite era? What was the best era for you when it came to hip hop? Especially like back in them times in New York City. Was it eighty seven, eighty eight? Was it ninety three to yeah. ninety six?
1: I think no. I think it was. I think it was eighty six, eighty seven, eighty eight, eighty nine. Okay, I mean, like at that time. You know, we were learning stuff, too. And, 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 and we'd make reg nice. And that was a whole other scenario. In the last we ended up starting our own thing. We both had dreams of, let's make a record. Let's do this. Let's do that. And we just got tight. And our friends have been bonding over all these years. So it's like, you know, we, we, we was fortunate to get that situation out there. Learn from that, you know? Right. Uh, and then L.O.G. was our cousin. So we ended up getting our first deal with L.O.G. So... You wow. know, but then you know, we went on a road with positive K, and, and we helped him with. Uh, I got a man.
0: I got a man. Then it was like
1: mm-hmm. we met. Yeah, we we met. Uh, Platinum Vibe, which is Cherry Shepard and uh Bob uh Bob Curry and Ted Courier, and from mm-hmm. that experience, they say go on the road and met at the Boogie Boys. So we went on a road with the Boogie Boys, learning learning as much as we can. We meeting Vanessa Williams. You know what I mean? We meeting Ohio players like Boogie Boys was somewhere else. They was doing shows cameo mm-hmm. and you know, we, we were doing like stadiums, you know what I mean with the movie Wars. Yeah. So it was it was it was it was a learning curve and then from Black and the Vibe they had Tony Terry. So you know, it's just we was fortunate to be locked in under good people that took us under our wings and said, Listen, I'll show you this, I'll teach you that as long as you're gonna put out, you know, and push, you know, you, you can learn what you need to learn or meet who you need to meet and that's why you see us and all these incredible pictures with certain icons. I mean, we, we, we got a picture, we got a book coming out where we got a picture with Luther Vandross and Club Tunnel. You know what I mean? Like, oh we just gosh. got like, we got a book that we're working on called I- Iconic Views and it's been rough to get it out because we really ain't got no big backings, but when the hopefully ever get out, you'll see that, you know, we, we, we've kind of been with a lot of iconic people. who have been fortunate to rock with them. You know what I mean? So it's a blessing, man. So, you know, one day at a time. You pray on it. Keep faith and keep moving. That's it. You know?
0: Yeah, no doubt. And and you know, at the start of like the turn of the century, now you know, especially with MP3s, you know, starting to yeah. become the thing in the music industry. You always hear our felt yeah. like it, it changed the music industry forever. For you, what when did you feel like the industry started changing, or, or 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 was it that time?
1: I think for us, man, what changed a lot was the record pool was a fortune situation. We had 30 DJs. We had a nice lucrative money that would coming weekly just for getting vinyl. And I uh, was paying for the radio show. I was hoping I to have a little small salary and getting this kind of out there. And then when the vinyl went and the record pools went and the MV3s and all that online streaming thing came, things changed. The money changed and it changed hands. And it just, you know, it got tough. It got tough. So, uh, and like I said, you got to kind of change with the times, like, I give it. I give it to Teddy Ted. For instance, he was on the computer early. He mm-hmm. was on all of them things early. I was kind of like, you know, not not really there. He would always push me. Like, yeah. Come on, man. Here, let's do this. So, come on. Even now, I mean, I you know, I got you know, take out all our pages, like you know, uh, awesome two page
0: and Instagram, oh, you know, already.
1: me there. You know, take out all of it, and I don't really have. I'm not that social media. You know, I, I, I'm all of a guy. I'm all the guy. That call me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why, I, you know, I, I, I'll DM you. I'll, I, I'll I'll Instagram you. I'm more like, call me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's a number, call me. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes that's cool, but sometimes you're busy, and you can get it, get it done faster when you, you know, and some people don't want to be reached out like that. Some people yeah. want to do it the way, you know. So, I, I get it, man. We just try to do, you know, I do my thing, he do his thing, and we try to make it work together. You know.
0: Yeah, no, no, no doubt. And I, and I ask this because know whether it was MP3s or not, you know, the industry right. overall changed. You know, some some say it evolved. Mm, you know what I mean? But I, yeah, I think the talent yeah. started sounding the same and the playlist started becoming the same everywhere yeah. you went. Like, do you think what there effect do you, you think did that have on the industry, like for better or for worse? In your opinion?
1: I think it was better because they helped it grow, but I think for worse, uh you know it was it was still good for us. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. we always oh, could be oh, it could be whatever they're doing. We want to do this side and be different, you know, to right. separate us from them. You know, what I mean, we want to yeah. want to be, you know, we want to be, we want to always be recognized as the guys that broke the record, or the guys that played that first, or the guys that told me about this first. You know, we always try to be cutting edge right. on the streets at all times. So, it's
0: it's interesting because you know, I know you were talking before about like breaking records, and you know, you guys broke a lot of records back in the day, and I like being blessed to be in new york in certain situations where i remember world premieres of certain songs like one of my favorites is when um they dropped the world premiere of um, put your eyes put your hands where your eyes can see you know the busted rhyme song and i that shit blew my mind and just watching new york go insane and the tri-state area go insane when that song came out it was just that whole era was different it was amazing like do you think now like obviously breaking records is different now because you're not doing it in the clubs or in the strip clubs in the South. You right. know, do you think it's as impactful the way they're breaking records through, like, social media? You know? I, I
1: think, it's, I think it, it depends on the record. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I think certain record still, still, still... I mean, like, I said, certain record still get me excited. You know what I mean? It could be yeah. new or it could be, you know, something I haven't heard in a while. That's the good thing about Scratch Vision. You know, we, we try to play the originals and then we yeah. try to play the record that, you know... <laughs> You know, what I mean, like kind of educating them. But if you know your music, you know, you know what I'm saying. Right, so, right, We kind of, we kind of, in kind of the like that. So, it's, it's it's a good thing. I think I think it's positive, and it's going to just help the the, the whole uh, culture grow more and more and more. You know.
0: Now, what what do you think in terms of or your thoughts on the state of hip hop in terms of taking care of its own, especially like the pioneers of the game? You know, be DJs, record execs, artists you know, DJ such as yourself, like, what do you think about, like, just how hip-hop takes care of take care, takes care of its own, especially, like, the OGs and stuff in the game? Like, I know, we you know, we touched L-L. on Scratch Vision, we touched on right, LL with right. Rock the Bells, but those are two entities. Like, what do you think overall in terms of that? Actually,
1: you know what? Uh, I'm just thinking on top of that. I gotta get props to Chuck D, too. He has his own rap station, and uh, we're starting to do mixes on there also, too. And Chuck's another guy that, you know, he's just, you know, strong, you know, politically, and he's just strong in general, but a great, humble brother down to earth, and just wants the culture to grow, but wants to get props like LL, get props to the the pioneers that didn't get, you know, their rival props, and, uh, because I know Chuck and them is talking about getting, like, a, a, a union together, and, yeah. you know, some kind of way the pioneers can get, like, you know, money uh, sent it back to them, you know what I mean, so, that's needed, that's needed, you know what yeah. I mean, because, you know, it, 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 it ain't, ain't Sweet all the time. You know what I mean? Like it's, mm. You know, you, you like to find your lane to uh, make your money. Like, you know, like I got to give props to D-Nice around the pandemic. D-Nice was the next DJ, and, and he's still growing from that. Yeah. So I got to give, you know, there's a certain... like in instance, uh, I'm hearing now that uh, DJ Cassidy's having a store going out where past the mic, where he got a little idea. Mm. And, you know, a lot of kids might not be, you know, that excited for, for Cassidy, but I think it's another avenue, you know what I mean? It's right. another avenue that, and another situation where you'd be like, "Wow, I wish I would have got that idea." Or you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you, we still kind of learning the curve, but trying to stay in the mix of what's going on, so you can try to grab that opportunity when it comes. You know?
0: That's that, yeah. Which is yeah. I mean, the creativity is always going to be something that's always right. prevalent and always growing. As long as you have a fresh mind about it, it's always. It's always a beautiful thing to see where ideas ideas come in, especially those two guys, especially uh, DJ Cassidy and, and D-Nice. Um, but it's funny you bring up a hip-hop unit, because that was actually going to be my next question. Should there be a hip-hop union? And, and if so, like if it was up to you, how, how would you start it? I don't know if this is the right. Well, answer, well like, like
1: I said, it, <laughs> I mean, I don't, I, I don't know if I got the right answer either, but my thing is, you know, I'd I be able to figure out a way where, you know, the responsibility is of on of the people that came in the game. That's big. That's gigantic. Jay Z, uh, maybe Ella. Like you know, we want to put it on, on them because they did it their way. They mm-hmm. made their money. You know what I mean, but if there's a way that we could figure out a way to try to like put some money together and and, and have a a, a a union set up for the people like you know Grand Wizard Theatre and uh, yeah, you know Cool Earth and, and, and all of, all of, all the pioneers that we praise, you know. Some of these guys need a lot of help now. You know what I mean? Like, And, and, and you know, like I said, with us, people see us and they see our situation or what have you. And I'm like, listen, you know, brothers is not rich over here. You know, we sacrificed for 25, 30 years to buy our airtime. So that took, that took a lot of sacrifice. And I know half of the cats that the way the industry is now, they're like, man, I'm not doing that. I'm not paying for no radio show and what I get out of it? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. we was elected. We was just awesome. like, we had to do this to get in, to get on. You know? You, get, you learn from that. Hopefully, people will learn a lesson from that. And hopefully, you know, we can all still grow together, along with, you know, getting the fruits of, you know, you see a group like a, a naughty by Nature or, you know, a lot of the groups that we started out with that kind of just blew out the frame, but still down to earth and doing their thing, you know?
0: Which, which I definitely yeah, understand yeah. that. Now, for the for the future, too. I don't know if you've been seeing this, but um you're seeing, you know, artificial intelligence, AI starting to come in different different markets now. And, and it's coming from music. So, you know, yeah. for the future, do you think AI is gonna affect the culture? And the reason why I asked this is because um there was a clip going around that went viral a couple of weeks ago with um this guy basically Trying to rap, he's rapping into into an AI app, and he was rapping like he was um like he was Kendrick Lamar, and and it had the voice, so what everything he said it sounded like Kendrick Lamar, you know. So I'm like, when I look at that, I'm like, whoa, this is. I don't know if this is good because I'm like, does that threaten radios? Is that threaten yeah. shows? You know what I mean? Like, what do, what are your thoughts on like that possibly coming to affect the culture now?
1: Hey, I hope you know. I'll be, get police somehow you know what i mean i mean yeah. we don't want it to be we don't want it to we don't want it to take away from all of all the sacrifice that uh, kendrick lamar or someone might have done to get their thing moving you know what i mean so yeah i don't know the right answer to, to that but my whole thing is you know let's try to police it so it don't be like you know the person that kind of created it don't get lost because it's a hurting feeling man it's something you started out and uh, uh you know and, and i can't take everything back to us i mean we was the first mix show to me, you know. What? We was the first before they said, "Oh, we got a mix show," or we got an hour. Mix, the whole format of an hour mix show or two-hour mix shows kind of came from us, you know, right. or, or, or shows like us on the station we were on. So, you know, hopefully, you know, you know, the people recognize it, but, you, but but the whole thing now, like I said, you continue to grow and police the things that we can we can control, so the culture can continue to grow and people get their rival props, and like you said. Get the right with flowers while they're here. You know?
0: Yeah, one hundred percent. Because I, I I didn't like seeing that, to be honest with you. Because I'm like I can see yeah, where that's gonna and go, and I'm like I'm
1: still I saw that too, and I'm I'm still kind of learning. Like it's, it's just so much, man. You know, like, like I said, we're still learning every day with all the, the different medias and and different mm-hmm. things going on. It's just like you know, I saw my boy send me something earlier today about how uh, rock and they put rock and rap together, and they're saying that you know. It was loved at one time, but I was hated. It. And I was kind of yeah. looking at a, a YouTube that he said, you know, like, well, you know, like, you know, hopefully, you know, we can do something that we can still mesh and grow together. Because Run DMC and announcement was incredible. And I was, you know what I mean? Like, so, right. and it's something different. You know, we all waiting for something different. The next differentness. Something that's going to be, you know, like, I'm I'm proud of Nas right now. I'm proud of Wu-Tang with the tour right now. Yeah. Like I said, I'm proud of, like, you know, different artists. They've been at it for a long time, finally getting their props, finally getting recognized, but they still keep it thorough. They're still keeping it, you know, down to earth and to the meat and not and not selling out. So it's dope, you know?
0: Now, now coming from your perspective, uh, what, what advice would you give to guys now coming into the industry now that's very wide-eyed and full of that initial energy and joy, you know, to get their foot in the game now? <laughs> what's the what's advice for those I guys?
1: Think, uh, I say, do well, your research. Yeah. Do your research. Uh, try to recognize the people that pioneered this and been out here already. I say, be yourself. You know, Take your lumps when they come. You know what I mean? You're going to find out how strong you really are because you're going to get probably kicked down and door slammed on you in the whole nine. You got to find out in your heart if this is really for you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's the advice the, the I can give. Like, you know, if you really love it, don't let nobody stop you. But do it your way. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Cause Like you know, I'm I'm looking at this.
0: Top of that, I'm saying
1: like the Migos or just something that's really to the left and different. You'd be like, oh man, I'm not used to that rap. I don't like, I don't like that. But the people like it. You know what I mean? You kind of. The bottom line is you gotta really adapt to what the people like, regardless of what it is. Mm You know what I mean? But but still, like we like we said, we love it from the core when it started. You know, we love the boom back. You know. We love the, the, the DJ Premier. We love the, the RZA. We, you know what I mean? We love all that creativity from them that kind of molded us and had us excited and had us like, yeah, I I love it. Plus, it's helped me grow mm-hmm. and, uh, and stay in the match.
0: That, and, that the, and the genius of, of those guys as well, you know, and, and still oh, being yeah. able to stay relevant and still doing projects to this day. And people are still yeah, loving them for yeah. it.
1: Loving it, and they and they still doing it there where they're not, you know, they're not selling out, they're not caving in. And like, listen, you know, if you love me, you know, love me for, that, for what I do. You know what I mean? And and, and it's, that's dope. I'm, I'm proud of all the people like that that just continue to grow, and, and even like us too. I mean, we you know yeah. kind of doing our thing our way, and we appreciate the Scratch having us still out there to this day. Because I mean, you know, like when WHBI went, you probably think that we're not on no more. You know, yeah. we're not heard no more. But now, like, you know, it's like it was like a 2023 version of awesome too. We back, we here, mm-hmm. we still rocking. We still trying to keep it net, you know, keep it hot and, and and keep it, you know, keep 100 as they say, you know.
0: And and, and when did that uh, collaboration start with you and, and DJ Scratch for the Scratch Vision app?
1: Uh, it's been about three years now. But Scratch always had like the app for a long time. Right. And he would always, you know, we would come to a lot of our events. We got cool, and uh, he would always be like, Yo, man, I want y'all to, you know. Come on graduates, I want you to come do more things than me and we we wasn't ready. we were reluctant not to do it. we just wasn't really set up uh studio wise and we just wanted to up. We, we thought to make sure the show could sound right
0: like, you what I mean? like how you guys and, like to do it
1: and now these last three years, we kind of worked out a way where okay, you know we can work it out where we can have the show sounding decent and, and respect to what we think so you know we've been growing with it you know we've been growing with it. we're trying to you know. Learn more of what's going on with the social media and and and, and, keep, and create another audience because I mean you know it's been it's been forty one years you know yeah. I mean people don't grow people don't grow old with us we got the new cats coming on with us right now you know what I mean so it's it's a blessing but it's like you know we're gonna try to do it our way but we still I open it to be like you know people might hit us like well I didn't really like that record or well, why don't you play this record or you know what I mean so we mm-hmm. still kind of give and take and uh, open it. To what's going on, what we like, and what we think the people might like, you know?
0: Yeah, I guess the music industry right now is, is constant education. It doesn't stop, right? It's, no, I guess that's a part of the growth, right? It's, it's still such a young industry, too. I mean, it's only been 50 yeah. years. It doesn't, it's not that yeah. old.
1: Right, and it shouldn't stop. I mean, you know, and the whole thing now is like, you know, like, you know we know it's 50 years, and, and we want to get props to that. But, you know, we're we, 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 we we are already at 41. I don't know if right. a lot of cats can say that, but it's just, we we blessed to still be out here and rocking with it. You know, just want to be accepted. Just want to be recognized and let cats know, like, you know, yeah, this guy did sacrifice. These guys did do their thing and they're still doing their thing. And, and just give the right props for that. That's all. You know?
0: No, no doubt. And here's my last question, my final question I want to ask you. Now, where do you see hip-hop going? I don't want to say for the next 50 years, but let's say right. for the next five to ten. Where do you, where do you see it going? Just overall, like from the the lyrics, from production, from the business side, from like DJs, mix shows. Like, where do you see it all going? Like,
1: I mean, I'm not, not sure where I see it going. Hopefully, but hopefully, it's still here and and put out there the right way. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like we well, like we've been. Like, I'm used to you know hearing somebody you know lyrically different. I mean, I'm 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 looking for the next cat. Like wow, you know what I mean? Like somebody that that'll really put a spark in me, you know? Like like you you had certain songs, and like I said, Eric may rock and you know, Rockham was so different back then, and he's yeah. still prevalent now. You know what I mean? So my thing is like you know, just preserving the culture and not letting it really get taken away from us. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the way we started it, the way we're making it grow, continuing to do that, and uh, you know, we need the people that the key folks that's involved with it stay strong with it. You know, you got cats like, you know, Uncle Rob McDaniels that's still doing it the right way. And, and, and you know, there's certain folks out there that's trying to make it grow and stay in the middle of it to make sure that Chuck D, um, you know, I can name people on and on with just those two that that are close with me. Mm-hmm. That's still uh, prevalent, strong, and making it, helping it grow where it needs to be. Yeah,
0: because I feel like, you know, where music is right now, like, I feel like lyrics and certain certain styles are going to start to make a comeback. Because I, I, you know what, I, I really liked um, um, Coast Contra, right? When when they started, you know, becoming foul and doing all those freestyles on old school beats and sounding like, yeah. like the 80s and 90s, but making it, you know, like the relevant version of now. And I, I really love that right. because it, it shows you that like, okay, like right now where hip hop is at or where music is at, I feel like it's a little bit one way right now. And it kind of has right. to go back to the medium a little bit, right? So, so, yes, so the, so the J. Cole's, the Kendricks, the, like you know, those guys are to contrast, Even the Drakes, like they're kind of bringing it back to like the medium where like we can have different sounds, and as long as this quality, is beautiful, you know. And 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 there so I, I'm I'm hoping like in the next five to ten years, that's where it's going to start to go back to where like the tribes and the daylights that you had the N.W.A.s and. The Rod Kims and yeah, the KRS and yeah. you know everybody can be in this, yeah. in this same in this same you know the same space because the, all their music is great and that's what you want to see.
1: Like I said, be yourself. Come out like that. Don't sound like somebody else. You be the next trend. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think whoever does that is going to grow with it as we, go, as we as we move on. You know?
0: Yeah, ab- absolutely. Yeah. Well, brother, listen, man. Thank you so much man. for for hopping on the ad you, podcast, man. man. And, you know, I'm, yes, seriously, sir. Yes, sir. I, I'm giving you hand claps right now because 41 years in the game, that's – come on, man. That's, that's hand claps. That's hand claps right now.
1: Yeah, I got, <laughs> I got you. I got you. Love is love, man. So big up to all the folks that that's giving us love. And we need to rock every Friday, Friday night, 8 to 9, Scratch Risen. Hope we're going to grow into something, you know, more with Scratch. As he grows, we grow.
0: Right. And, uh, we just do it together. Look, thank you for checking out a special edition of the AF Podcast, man. I appreciate you. And I appreciate Special K for coming on and sharing his story and his journey, dedicating his life and love to hip-hop. And we honor and salute this man, as well as his partner, Teddy Ted, for making their contributions to the genre and, and helping to make it what it is. And guess what? They're still doing their thing on, on Scratch Vision and the Scratch Vision app every Friday night from 8 to 9 p.m. And you can follow them under whereabouts on the underscore awesome two number two on IG. Once again, that is at the underscore awesome number two on IG. All right, much love and appreciation for that, brother. And check out Snowcapping on Tuesday. Uh, we're we're getting closer and closer to the series finale. I'll also have another episode to wrap up the week. Uh, but it won't be another episode of our, our Snowfall Breakdown. I'll explain it next episode. All right. If, if it makes sense. Now, leave the comments, rate, review and subscribe to the shows. However and wherever you're listening and check out my website to follow along with everything that we're doing, which will be over at salsharav.com. Once again, that's salsharav.com. For Special K, this is Cal C. And you just tuned in to the Av Podcast right here on South Sharaf Radio. All right, until next week, peace. We out. have a great, great long weekend.